0: Come on, Laura. We've got to get a move on. Destin, it's 8 in the morning. There's not going to be much hurrying until I've had my breakfast. But the wagon train will leave us behind. See, the McDonald's have already packed up, and so is
1: Mr. Hardy. Destin, please. Howdy, folks. You about ready to hit the trail?
2: I am. Laura's taking her time. Well, she better eat fast while I hop to and talk with Captain Denny. I'll be right back. And you need to be ready to go when I do, all right,
0: Laura? Yeah, yeah. I told you we needed to hurry. What's with you? I'm going to eat, and then I'll be ready to go. No sweat, no problem. I just don't want to get left behind, that's all. Is this because of the stories Mo was spreading at the campfire last night? Maybe. What if they're true? Look, Moe doesn't know anything about the tribes that live around here. Miss Wendy told us that the people in these lands are peaceful and if we don't cause any trouble, they won't make any with us. Still, I'm going to be extra careful, Whatever, would you help me with this Cracker Barrel? I'm going to fill my pocket so I can keep eating while we travel. Good idea. I'm back, Captain says we got 10 minutes or so.
2: How's your breakfast coming, Laura? Almost ready, Sam. I'll help you guys finish packing. Want to help me break down this tent, Destin? Okay, what do you want me to do? Go to each corner, pull up each stake, and shake off the dirt. Then put this in the sack. Down it goes, just like dominoes. Well,
0: you guys are doing that. Do you mind if I listen to the radio? So long as it doesn't slow you down. It won't. Still working on your homework, Laura? Yeah, sort of. Sort of? Has this ever happened to you? You know what you want to write about, you know all the things that the teacher wants you to talk about in your paper, and you've got everything you need, but in the end, you just end up not knowing how to start? Story of my life. Really?
2: Oh, yeah. Writer's Block always got the better of me. What's your assignment?
0: It's about the Oregon Trail. You know, the way Americans went out west to start new lives. Oh, yeah. I don't think I could do that. Leaving everyone I knew behind,
2: going to a new land where the people didn't speak my language. Pretty brave.
1: I suppose. Hi, Zim. Hi, Laura. Is Mr. Jacobs ready? There's a new family moving into the neighborhood. Mr. Jacobs and I are going to help them. That sounds nice of you guys. Yeah. And Mr. Jacobs said that if I got here early enough, we could have muffins for breakfast.
2: Oh, right. Breakfast. You haven't had breakfast yet? No wonder you're having trouble writing. Yeah. I'll go see if those muffins are ready. Wait for me and I think I'll just listen to the radio.
0: Mmm, this muffin is great, Mr. Jacobs.
3: Glad you like it, Laura. It's one of my mom's recipes. All of these years and I haven't found any muffins that can top these. Can I have some more? I think three is plenty, Destin. I don't want you to have a stomach ache while we help our new neighbors move in.
2: I guess. So, who are these people moving in, Lionel? Anyone you know?
3: No, but I wouldn't miss this opportunity to help.
2: Are they famous or something?
3: Mm, Kind of, Laura. These new neighbors are moving from Afghanistan.
2: Really? That's super exciting! Do you need another set of hands?
3: I'm sure we could use some more help, Sam. My church has a small group of people heading over there around 10.
1: Do they have any kids, do you know?
3: (laughs) I didn't ask. But from what I understand, this is an older couple, so their kids might be grown up by now.
2: Oh, that's less exciting. I don't know, Destin. Having new neighbors is always a gift. After all, Mr. Jacobs doesn't have kids, but I'm sure we would all be really sad if he moved away. I guess. But the real question is,
1: do
0: they make muffins like this? Somehow I doubt it.
3: Is everything OK, Laura? You look a little worried.
0: You said they were from Afghanistan? Like the place that we were at war with for years? That's right. Well, why are they moving here? Why don't they stay? I mean, wouldn't they like it more if they just stayed where they come from? Whew, that's a topic and a half.
3: I'm sure they would, Laura. But right now, their country is in a bit of trouble, and the people there are facing some big problems. Many of them have no choice but to leave their home and start over in strange lands where no one knows them or even speaks their language. If you think about it, it's pretty brave of them.
2: Kinda like the people going west in your school assignment.
0: Oh, I guess it is a lot like that. But just because they're being brave by coming here, does that mean we need to be, I don't know, happy about it? That's kind of a mean thing to say. I didn't mean it like that exactly. I just meant we were at war with them for as long as I can remember. It just makes me a little nervous. I'm sure Mr. Jacobs has a drama script about this.
3: I just might, Destin. Let me go look.
0: I'm not crazy, right? It makes sense. Let's just wait and see what Mr. Jacobs can find.
3: And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the poetic drama, The Innkeeper, an adapted collection of biblical teachings about God's love. In a town far away, long ago in ancient times, along the road to elsewhere and overgrown with vines, there sat a tiny inn with a keeper kind and wise.
2: Welcome to my home, have some lentils topped with rice.
3: The keeper welcomed everyone who entered through her door, be they mighty, weak or homely, fancy, rich or poor, and over the front desk, hung an open sign.
2: My shelter belongs to you. Your worries are now mine.
3: One day there was a knocking. Through the threshold strode. A soldier, bleeding badly, hunched beneath his load.
2: Mercy pray, dear keeper.
1: I am in need of aid. I am injured and am hungry. Trust you will be paid.
2: Do not think of payment. Come rest your weary head.
3: With that she tended to his wounds and made sure he was fed.
1: Dear lady, I must make known to you and please take no alarm, but I am your land's enemy and I mean your nation
2: harm. Yes, I know,
3: she calmly said,
2: but you also need my care. Now stop your chat and eat your meal. But this just isn't fair. How can you treat me with such
1: love whilst I have caused such hurt? Your charity brings me to shame and makes me feel like dirt.
2: You come to my lands to fight us, but if this war will end, then one must stop the hatred and treat a foe as friend.
3: And so after he had rested, he left with much in mind. How could he make war against a place whose people were so kind? The next night, another knock came to the inn's front door, and when it was then opened, a girl fell upon the floor.
2: Oh dear, you're sick and chilled, and your pulse is fading fast.
3: She pulled the girl close to the fire in which several logs were cast.
2: You are not from here, are you? No, never mind, don't speak. How rude of me to question you when you're so feverish and weak.
3: And so she sat there through the night, tending to the stranger's ills. She called a doctor who came at once and gave the patient pills.
0: It's a good thing you called me, though I'm not sure exactly how. If this story takes place in ancient times, we don't have phones right now.
3: What the doctor didn't realize is this is a made-up story, where historical accuracy is not quite mandatory.
0: Whatever you say, poet man, as long as I get my fee. Whatever this poor girl needs, just send the bill to me.
3: And so our hero nursed the girl slowly back to health. But despite her debt, the guest had not words to express herself.
2: It's all right. I know you're far from the place you call your home. I can't imagine how hard it must be to get stuck here all alone.
3: There are many other stories about how God's love was shared. For whatever need that might come up, the innkeeper prepared. And so, my faithful listener, here's the moral to take in. If we lack love and kindness, our God calls this a sin. If there are weak among us, or foreigners or poor, or maybe there's an enemy that enters through our door, Wherever God sends our way of one race or another, we need to treat them as He says, as sisters and our brothers. For there's not a single person that God's love can do without. So share it with them freely, because that's what life's about.
1: What's the matter,
0: Laura? Are you still thinking about the story of the innkeeper? Well, kind of, Destin. You know, Mr. Jacobs, you've got some good points, but I'm gonna need some Bible verses to back up what you've been saying.
3: Really? You won't take my word for it?
0: That's not how any of this works, Mr. Jacobs. You know that. Actually, I've been reading the Bible quite a
2: bit, and I can think of a few verses that talk about what you've been saying.
3: Okay, what have you got, Sam?
2: Well, I've been working on reading all the way through the Bible, and I'm in the law books, you know, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Yeah, what about them? I think it's Leviticus 19.34 that says we need to love people from all over the world like we love ourselves. In fact, there are a bunch of verses that talk about the Israelites making sure that the poor and foreigners in their land have a way to get free food. Pretty cool. Really?
3: That's right. And if we look in the last few verses in Matthew 25, Jesus makes it very clear that God takes how we treat people very seriously especially those who need our help.
1: Okay, so there are a lot of verses that say to love people who need help and stuff, but you are talking about loving our enemies. Is that, I mean, where is that in the Bible?
2: Lots of places.
3: Luke six twenty-seven, Romans 12, 20, 1 Peter 3, 9. Okay,
2: so a lot of places. Yeah, but I think there's one verse that just about wraps up everything, and it's from Leviticus 19 again.
3: Ah yes, the second greatest commandment of all time.
2: Yep, love your neighbor
1: as yourself. Kind of like the other verse that we learned at church, do
0: to others as you want them to do to you.
3: Luke six thirty one.
0: Hmm, I guess I kind of didn't think about all that. I mean, I knew it all before, but I thought those verses were about friends and people I spend time with, not everyone in the world.
3: It's sometimes challenging, but when the Bible says that God loved the world, he meant everyone in it, not just the people we know.
0: Uh, not to
2: break this up, but you said you were going to help your neighbors move in at 10, right?
3: Oh, yes. Time flies when you're talking theology. You ready to head over, Destin?
0: Yep. Can I take another moment for the road? (laughs) I guess. I'll follow you
3: guys. Sounds good. You going to stay here and work on your homework, Laura?
0: I think I'll finish it tonight. Do you mind if I come with you guys? I've got room. Great, be right there. I've got to turn off the radio.